Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you. Welcome to Series 4 of the Tim Hill Podcast. In this series, it's Tim having a rant. That is me. So if you enjoy me having a bit of a rant and going on about what's going on in today's society, stay tuned. If you don't want to listen to me rant, well, you can always turn me off. Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. Well, it's another week and it hasn't lit up yet. It's still carried on. We've still got dramas going on with poor old Boris. Boris is still right in the middle of this, um, what do we call it, party gate. They're not letting it go. It's two years ago. Right, I was in the wrong. Let's accept that I was in the wrong. But there was nobody, nobody that's really standing by him, is there? They're all sat on the fence. Oh, let's wait until the report comes out. And in this... Uh, Let's see what happens then. Well, we all know it's going to be a bit of a whitewash. There's far more important things going on than Pikegate. I mean, look at, <laughs> look at Starmer. He did exactly the same. Exactly. In fact, his was worse because he had his party indoors. At least Boris did it out in the garden. Anyway, enough of Pikegate. I'm sick to death for it. I'd sooner they concentrate on more pressing issues. Like, for instance, the migrant crossings. Now the uh, the Home Office have said that they're not going to publish daily figures. They're going to do um, quarterly figures. Well, we all know where they're leading, don't we? We all know that that is getting worse and worse and worse. The migrant crossings, I mean, this week, it's, it, at least up until Wednesday, there's calm conditions in the channel. And they and they're, already they've been out today. Just have a quick look on, um, on marine traffic and the French have been escorting them and the border force have been going out picking them up. It continues. It's got to stop. They're saying now that the army's going to start building camps to put, to house them in. Well, let them get on with it. Stick them in camps in the middle of nowhere so they can't run off and do whatever. And let's bolster the, the Home Office um, staff to deal with it. Let's put a case together. If they're not entitled to be here, get rid of them. Let's Sack that ECHR, get rid of that. That's the first thing that needs to do. Have our own uh, human rights convention that allows us to kick these people out, to send them back to where they came from, whether it be France or whether it be their home country. We cannot sustain it. It's getting beyond a joke. Anyway, some good news that came out last week is that uh, kids now no longer need to wear masks in schools. However, there's schools still insisting on it. 
Would you let your kid sit for seven, six, seven, eight hours a day with a mask on when there's absolutely no need for it? Just look at what they did. When this first kicked off, way back in March 2020, they said there's no need to wear masks. It's, it, they did people, it, it's just the, the, the health workers and care workers that needed to wear masks. Nobody else needed to. And then somebody decides, well, how about if we, everybody has to wear a mask everywhere? What a money spinner that'll be. And you look on the boxes, it's, most of them say they're not uh, useful or not effective against airborne viruses. And what's, uh, what's the COVID? What's the Omicron? It's an airborne virus. So putting a bit of cloth or a bit of paper over your face, I ain't going to stop it. I mean, treble jabbed and flu jabbed. And what did I get? <laughs> I got a positive test for the COVID. I had it. And it took me sort of 10 days to get over it. But it was nothing worse. In fact, I've had worse colds. It wasn't that bad. I had the sniffles and I had a bit of a dry cough for a couple of weeks. And I've had, I've had worse colds, to be honest. So let's just get on with it. If you have the flu, if you properly have the flu, then you're laid up for a few days. If you have a cold, what do you do? You carry on. They don't, they don't shut the country down for flu. They don't destroy the economy for flu. So why have they done it for this, this COVID? I mean, let's face it, the Omicron is virulent. I mean, half the country's got it. And by the, by the end of the month, I dare say, everybody in the country would have had it. But that just boosts your immune system. There was a Freedom of Information Act or a request put in to the ONS. And it came back 17, just under 17,500 people had died of COVID. Not with it, of it. The vast majority of those were over 80. Yes, lots of people had had it. Lots of people had died with underlying issues, but actually died from it 17,500 in the last two years. On a normal year, we have that amount of people die from the flu. So the last two years, they don't double or half of that. It, it, it just, what they've done, they destroyed our economy. We owe trillions to somebody. The government's borrowed trillions to pay for to furloughs and all the rest of it. And an awful lot of companies have been taking liberties. They've taken that money and then paying out big dividends. I mean, that's wrong. These big companies that have taken liberties should pay it back. And shame on them that don't. So moving on from the COVID, I mean, we're coming out of it. So, but that's good. So uh, as of this Thursday, you don't need to wear a mask anywhere on public transport, in public spaces. You don't need to wear it in shops. What they didn't, do the same uh, that they did last week, the kids. Kids, as of last Thursday, didn't need to wear muzzles in school. They should have just dropped the whole thing. Don't need to wear muzzles. Yet, they waited a week. <laughs> it just makes you wonder, doesn't it? Maybe it's just that 
that extra little bunch that, for flogging a few more whilst that's what it's all about. It's all about money. It's all about making money. That's what selling these masks is all about. Pushing the PPE and the test kits. A test kit cost somewhere about eight to ten pounds for a packet of test kits. Somebody's making an awful lot of killing out of that. Pushing the narrative. You have to have a COVID test every day. Just so you can go outside the house. No. Why? Why are they testing people with no symptoms? I took a test because I had some symptoms. I had, I, I thought I had a cold. So I took a test. Lo and behold, it came back. I got COVID. So I had the Omicron. And it took me about a week to get over it. And to be honest, I've had worse colds. But I'm clear now, so I can go out. I did self-isolate, I must admit. I stayed away from everybody, including my wife. Well, actually, she stayed away from me. But there you go. That's that. Anyway, old Khan, Fura Khan in London, is still insisting that people wear muzzles on on the underground, on TFL. Well, I'm going up to London uh, in a couple of weeks. I'm going up to the motorbike show. I managed to get a book a, a train ticket, £14 return. From Fareham to London. I think it's pretty good value for money. And then it's costing me £19 to go into the, to the motorbike show. But I'm looking forward to that. Now it'll be a nice day out. And I might even put a little report together, uh, on the channel about a motorbike show and what they've got there. There's some new sort of 2022 new motorbikes. So I'll see if I can get a bit to put on there for that. But it just seems that can't. Instead of concentrating on the real, real serious big issues in London, i.e. knife crime, no, he, he's, he's pushing push bikes around, making people wear masks on trains. He needs to get his finger out and sort out, sort out, seriously sort out knife crime in London because it's endemic. Every week you're hearing some poor little sod's been stabbed. And he's done nothing about it. He needs removing, actually. And he had to put somebody in there that's capable of doing a job. Oh, <laughs> somebody else that came out over the weekend, Angela Rayner. She's been caught, isn't she? She's been caught with a, a married man coming out of her flat. What's that all about? I bet she's been doing it all the way through COVID as well. Mixing with the wrong sort. Breaking up a family. She's, she's one of the biggest hypocrites you can come across. Her and Starmer, they're both at it. So, anyway, some good news. The Royal Anglian Regiment is having a big breakfast on the 26th of February, right across the country. Well, main, main, mainly the east of England, where our recruiting area is, but in quite a few other areas as well. And I'm holding I'm hosting one down here in Gosport for any Royal Anglian veteran that's about. Just tip us the wink, give us the nod, and I'll get you booked in. Regiment's going to pay for it. And the idea behind it is to, to re-engage with our veterans, guys that have fallen by the wayside, and uh, it's just to, to, to get guys together, just to, to keep that family 
regimental ethos going just to keep us looking after our own, basically. So that's a good thing. And also, I'm part of the Portsmouth and Cosport History Group. So this is a date for your diary. 1st to the 7th of August, we're having a history week. And during that week, what we're going to be doing is we're holding lots of events. We're facilitating lots of historical sites where we're going to get access to some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. We're doing tours in the local area to, to show the history of the area, which is absolutely rich in history. Gosport and Fareham and Portsmouth is steeped in history. And we've got lots of groups that are going to help us along the way and open the doors and to show you some of the stuff that you don't normally get to see. So stick it in your diary. Keep a watch out on, on social media and uh, in the press for the dates and the events that is going to be taking place. What else is going on? I think of um, think about a good go. Oh, what about Julian Sarge? He's now in uh, Belmarsh Prison, and um, he wants it a little bit more comfortable. Well, he should have thought about it when he broke the law. I mean, it's one thing. I mean, listen, look what he did. He cost an awful lot of lives, giving away state secrets. And now he's fighting extradition to America to answer for his, his misdoings. Well, alleged misdoings, shall we say. He's been in Iodin for several years in a, in a taking refuge enough in an embassy. Why doesn't he want to answer? If he thinks he's innocent, why doesn't he try and prove it? Why does he fight ex- extradition? Why is he fighting against the system? Does he know that he did wrong? Anyway, be on my pay grade to worry about. So, there's a bit of good going on. Schools, kids now don't have to wear masks in school. However, there's an awful lot of teaching unions that are, that are still pushing it, that still want kids to be able to, 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 to wear their muscles in school. Why? They've proved they don't work. Anyway. I think that's enough for, from me for a while. So what I like is if you can please, please, please subscribe to my channel. Click a like. It's just a click. Just click like. Or if you don't like it, click a dislike. At least I know you've watched it. And if you really want to, put a comment. Put a comment whether you like it or you don't like it. Whether you agree with me or you don't. Be nice. It'll be nice to have a comment. And if you did like it, how about giving it a quick click share? Share it on your social media platforms with your friends. Don't ask much, do I? I don't ask much. I spend a lot of time and effort putting this content together. So please, please, pretty please, give us a like, share, subscribe and comment. And in the meantime, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening and look forward to the next one. Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you.